Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Diamond, and I'm telling you, I have been working all day long, and I still have a long way to go. Um, this is Dream Chasers Radio, and like I'm doing all day, chasing my dream, making things happen, that's the way you should be doing it, too, doing what you need to do to get further ahead. I want to thank you for listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio, as well as in North Fort Florida, as well as on Bobby B Radio in New York City, and all of the Caribbean community radio all over the Caribbean and the West Coast of Florida. What's up, you guys? As well as on the Dream Chasers Radio Network. Thank you so much for being an avid listener. Hey, Go to our Facebook page, like our Facebook. And also, I have an announcement. If you're on Reverb Nation and you have a subscription to Reverb Nation, go ahead and jump onto the Dream Chasers Radio Network uh, giveaway because we're giving away 50 interviews there. And if you have that subscription, we partnered with, uh, with Reverb Nation to get that opportunity out to you. So I really want you to go ahead and subscribe because this is amazing. This is a great time. And even if you're not of the 50, We do have a retweet that we already do, and we actually help to get your music out there. So no matter what what happens, in the end, we are all winners. I want to thank you guys for tuning in, and we have a wonderful show for you today. And I'm just going to go ahead and go with my first guest on the radio. Thank you so much, you guys, for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Oh, um, I'm Maximus. I'm Noyan. I'm Mackenzie. And, and we're, we're the, the KLM, KLM of Music Band. Woo! I love it. So I went on to see some of your videos. I'm loving it. I'm loving what you're doing. Tell me how you guys got. You know, I know you're 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 related, right? Yeah. Yes, yep. we're all related. Tell me how did that come up? I mean, because usually being related means you know she touched me. Uh, stop touching me. Um, they took my stuff, you know, they ate my food. Do you guys do that? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, we're, we're like normal siblings. You know, we have our disputes. Um, but uh, our, our come up was really, um, you know, Max started. Uh, yeah, I started, I started off playing uh, bass guitar and doing music on my own in the beginning um, through orchestra back when I was in middle school. I was about, like, 13-ish, 14-ish, around that age. And then later, you know, I started learning the uh, upright bass at first before I started learning the electric bass. Then afterwards, after mm-hmm. I started getting better at the upright bass, I gravitated towards the electric bass. And um, me as the singer of KOM Band, um, I always wanted to be, I was always inspired by other singers and just wanted to sing. I wanted to take it serious when I was seven, and it just started to go along um, as the band went. The band started with Max and McKenzie, and then later I joined in uh, when I started playing the keyboard. Nice. So how old are you guys? Um, Lead singer and rhythm guitarist of KOM Band, I'm 12. I am the keyboardist and background vocalist of the Key of M, and I am 14. 
I'm the lead guitarist, bass player, and producer of KOM Band. I'm Maximus, and I'm 17 years old. Wow. That is amazing. I love it. I love it. This this is, you know what? This is so cool. So tell me, you know, when you go out and you sing and you perform, what is it like for you, and where do you go? Do you go to different events, festivals? How how do you How do you do this? Uh, well, basically, the places where we go, um, one of the places is uh, theaters, okay? We play at some uh, theaters, and as far as festivals, um, like just for example, we played at a uh, farmer's market festival along with, you know, other acts that, you know, we put apart on, on the board with us. And, yeah, we just basically play at different events, uh, anything that we really get. We played at a lot of fall festivals, a lot of elementary schools, too. So, yeah, that's basically the type of uh, thing that we do as a group right now. Mm. That is that, that is amazing. So you guys all play an instrument. You got and you have your singer, which is just a great singer, sister, wonderful performer. I've seen it. I love it. What what kind of what kind of motivation does it take to get you guys do you rehearse all the time? Um, are you always encouraging each other, or do you not have to? I mean, how does that work, being that you guys are together as brothers and sisters, and then you're also in a band together? Well, we usually, well, for me as a lead singer, um, motivation comes from, like, studying and getting inspired, because, like, if I feel like I don't feel like, feel like doing something, I always think about, like, what I can get out of it, and what will happen when, like, the when it's all done, you know? You know, as a team, it's definitely, like, a team effort, you know. Uh, we, we all know what the end result of that performance will be, so I feel like that also motivates us to, you know, get out there and, like, push through, like, get through this performance and stuff. For me, as far as, uh, as, far as motivation, I think about uh, how much I can get out of it as far as, like, one for myself, because, you know, we're all working very hard to succeed at some type of goal. Um, but I'm also thinking about, you know, all the hurt and pain that's happened to me before, and I put all that anger and frustration and put it into, like, whatever I'm doing as far as the arts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, the, uh, and, and, and we got one more. Who did? Who didn't chime in yet? Anybody else want to chime in on that one? No, yeah, that's pretty much all of us. Yeah, really. Yes. Cool, cool. Now, I do have this one. It's just, just, it's a big question, but it's like, okay, so now that you guys have your band together, what kind of social media do you use, and does it help to like maybe Facebook or or Snapchat or Twitter or Instagram? Do you guys use any of that, and how does that affect your your fans? Can they, you know what I mean? Do you interact with them on social media? Uh, well, really, uh, the social media that we use um, right now is uh, YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know the, the 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 basics, but you know it works. And the way you know we sort of get our following is that we're always like trying to post content because um, you know our dad always encourages us to post. Um, the posters of our next show or um, Mm. basically little clips of us working on stuff, you know, just to get, you know, just to get the fans hyped up. And, and, you know, we we try to engage with anyone who is uh, 
into our music because, you know, we see comments in the comment section saying, yo, you know, you guys are going to blow up, you guys are going to blow up. So we, we tried to give them some more of that, uh, what I would call stamina of our hard work. You know, we like to show love. You know, they give us love. We like to show it as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's so cool now that you can do this and be kind of like your own record label in in a sense, you know, where you can reach your fans like one-on-one. How important is that for you to reach your fans one-on-one? Um, I think I think it's important to us just to um like like we said before, we get to interact with a person that is supporting us in some type of way, you know, uh, as far as following and everything with our social media pages because, you know, where they didn't have to come to our page that day. They didn't, they didn't have to uh, sit down and go on their computers or phones, whatever they're using, and go to our Instagram page. But the fact that they chose our page because they could have been doing anything else out of their day um, yeah. instead of just, like, you know, instead of just looking at us. But the fact that, you know, they're looking at us, you know, it, it's good because we're, we're actually reaching out and to people in some type of way. Mm-hmm. Now I want to talk to the lead singer Because she's the only girl in the band And I love it because I'm the only girl In my band oh, too What is it <laughs> What is it like yeah, being true? around a bunch of guys All the time Wait say that again One more time What is it like being around a bunch of guys All the time and being the only girl What is it like for you Well Millian is Actually girl she's the Keyboarder, she's a girl, actually. But hey, me and Lillian, we're we're usually, it's not really different because we actually there's only one boy in the band. But um, ah. it's normal. It's it's not it's not it's not much of a difference because you know me and Lillian can always like talk about girl right. stuff and then match, like the boy wait. and the, the. Right. So wait a minute. Now I gotta back it up. I'm I'm very sorry, but. What's it like being the only boy in the band then? Oh, well, um, when it, okay. <laughs> He's got stories. Uh, it doesn't feel, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't feel awkward at all. I mean, to be honest with you, um, I feel that this band is sort of a bonding experience, so I don't feel awkward at all because I can talk to them about almost anything. That notice how I said almost. And, um, they say it doesn't feel bad at all. I, I'm just bonding with my, uh, two sisters, you know. And just when we're uh, relating to each other while working with each other at the same time, you know. But, yeah, I know there's certain right. things they can't talk to me about, you know. So, yeah, that, that that's how I feel about the whole thing. Well, that's good. That's good. And I apologize for saying, you know, but when you have a front person, I don't really notice. I mean, you got to understand, when I'm out front or somebody's out front, people notice the front person first. And they really don't notice anybody in the back until you come forward. So I didn't know that there were two women in the band or two young ladies in the band, so I'm, I'm, I apologize for that. But I have to say that you guys are amazing. So now that you're going forward, what are your dreams and your goals? And you guys, do you have any original music out, or are you getting ready to? How is that working for you? Well, um, first, we'll, we'll start off with the goals first. Um, for me, my goals are, of course, to you know bring this band up, promised land, you know, be big in the music industry, you know, and just try to reach out and interact with more fans, get more fans, of course, and just keep making music. And, uh, you know, I love producing, 
because like I mentioned before, I produce in the group, so of course uh, I want to be a big record producer, do multiple things in the music business, um, entrepreneur, you know, it's it, it, that type of thing. Uh, don't want to say too much on that, but yeah. It's just, you know, try to be as big as we can, um, you know, get our message out there, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, the goals for me, I really want to, I just, like Max said, um, I want to make it to the Thomas Slam where we're like, we're really big and we're very noticed, well known, and yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Now, okay, so I have to ask this, school. You have school and the band. That's a lot. How do you guys manage that? We're um we're actually homeschooled. Um we go yeah, to this learning yeah, yeah, we go to this learning center uh two days a week, uh which is a Hoosier Academy K twelve type thing. We go there two days a week and then for the rest of the week we do all of our online school work. Um off the rest of the week. With Mackenzie, it's a little different because she uh, goes to school at the end of the week, and in the beginning of the week, she stays at home while me and Millian go to uh, school. Wow. See, I like homeschooling. I don't know anybody else, but I like homeschooling. I, 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 I'm an avid listener because everybody learns differently. So that's easy. You got your homeschool and you got your music, and you could do that, and it's not going to interfere with your grades or anything like that. That is perfect. What do your parents yeah. say about this? What, what? How do they feel? They've just been supporting us from from the jump, really. Yeah, the, all they really just support us in what we do. Yeah, they really encourage us to be, you know, ourselves and you know, show our talent and what we have to offer. Yeah, because our mom, our mom is our number one fan. Of course, you know she's always the one videotaping and you know always putting up live streams of us on the internet. And you know our dad is like the firm, you know, person that he's like the anchor. He's he's the anchor of the whole entire band because he's the he's the one that's always telling us, you know, always planning the time and schedule, just telling us what we need to get better at. Because he's a very brutally honest person sometimes, but I mean we need that. Mhm, mhm. It's amazing. Now, do you have any friends uh, that come and see you? You know, practice and and do they have any input or? I mean, what else? What else do you guys have that like outside of your family life that influences you? Well, our grandpa, he really does influence us and in a lot of our um, music because he's been a music teacher for forty plus years. And he um, teaches us a lot about, like, uh, about anything about music. And he tells us things that we need to study that will help us. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually a saxophone player. Uh, he's, sax- he's played saxophone for people like The Temptations and James Brown. And, you know, he's also uh, the first black teacher uh, to ever teach music in South Bend Community Schools. Wow, wow. So, wow, you I mean, you've mentioned the Temptations, and I have to say that they're, I mean, great people. I, I, I don't know if I know your grandfather or not, but that would be kind of cool if I knew him. But I worked with Glenn Leonard. He used to sing with the Temptations, too. So that in itself is amazing, and to be the first anything is amazing. So tell him I said congratulations yeah. on that. Now, your aspirations are to be big and and to go far in the music industry. 
And I want to say that, you know, that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Has anybody ever tried to tell you to have a second plan? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%
Well, um, for all, like, kids or anyone, basically, um, don't ever think you don't have a talent because God created you to be something. So don't ever think you don't have a talent. For any kid out there, adult out there, I just would like to let y'all know that more passion is permitted. Energy is unnecessary. Uh, basically, just keep following your dreams. Um, where purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. Um, I know that some people are going to get to those depressing times feeling like they're alone, you know, they're a loner. I, we've all been through that just because, you know, we're different from a lot of the other kids. Just keep going with what you do, read, you know, and learn more about yourself in order for you to keep thriving through life. Sweetness. Wow. I want to thank you. This is Key of M. Am I right? Key of M. Yes. On the, on the station today. Yes. And, and let me tell you something. I'm going to be updating, 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 updating the page a little bit later to reflect all this because I am on the road. Um, but I have had nothing but a great time with you guys. I, I hope to hear big things from you in the future. Please keep me posted, okay, you guys? No problem. Definitely. No problem. Thank, you. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Anytime you want to be on the show, you let me know. And also, send, uh, I'll go ahead and get some information from you guys. I want to put you guys in my newsletter for November. So there you go. You're going to be in the newsletter. We're going to send it out to as many people as we can get. Usually we have about 22,000 subscribers. Yeah. So Thank I'm going to send it out. Thank you very much. Amazing. So send me all that. I need a picture. I need music. I need all of that stuff. So send all that to me, and we'll get that out, okay? Okay. Okay, definitely. Bye. All right, then. Bye, guys. Oh, my gosh. What a wonderful group of children. Homeschooled, in the music industry, key of M, doing their thing. Uh, Please be patient with me. I am on the road traveling. And I will update the page to reflect all the information that I need to put up there a little bit later on, probably in the morning, early wee hours. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm just excited for them, excited. They have their heads right. They're, they are shooting for the stars. And guess what? They're going to be great in the future. They're going to make it. Keep going, TFM. We are behind you 100%. Yes, yes, yes. We have we have other interviews today, and I just I am so excited about it. Being that this is a moment in time where a lot of people are transitioning, doing different things, trying to accomplish different things, going after different goals, and I, I I'm telling you, this is the moment. If you're going to do it, do it now. Do it now. So um, with that in mind, I'm going to go ahead and take. My next guest, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hey, 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 it's your boy, Dakota Savage. I am a rapper from South Florida. How are you guys doing? Hey, Dakota, what's up? Yeah, just hanging out, just hanging out, just hanging out. How are you today? No, so, okay, wait, wait, wait. Where in South Florida are you right now? Uh, right now, I am currently located in beautiful Deerfield Beach, Florida. Cool. Cool. Right now, I'm sitting in the parking lot of a Home Depot in Kissimmee. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> I 
How's that going? I've been traveling all day. And if I move, you know how it is. The reception drops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I got it. But, uh, okay, so talking of movement, talking of being on the go, how did you become a rapper? And what is it like being a rapper in South Florida? Well, I became a rapper, like, early, early back in early days. I'm talking about, like, 2000 when hip-hop really took – it took a turn. I'm not going to say it took a turn for the better or it took a turn for the worse. It took a turn to a more unique style and approach of how we how we analyze and how we talk about hip-hop. A lot of artists stepped on the scene, and, you know, I listened to them and the way they put words together that explained my life and things that I were going through at the time. And being a young kid during the day, it's hard for you to – you know, externalize your internal feelings. So to have someone on the radio I can listen to who knows what it's like, who can say these things, made me want to be like, all right, well, I want to convey that. I want to let the world know how I'm feeling. And that just turned into me writing poems and to me writing raps. And being a rapper in South Florida, it definitely gives you a unique flavor. Like, you know, everybody's really hype on West Coast rappers. Everybody's really hype on New York rappers. East Coast rappers, but, you know, down south, you get something a little bit different. You get something a little bit special, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And being in South Florida is a little bit different. Do you do you add the South Floridian flavor, that Latin stuff, or do you not, or, or do you do you just, like, vibe for the rhythm? I mean, they, they, you know, South Florida has a specific, unique sound, too. Yeah, it definitely has a unique rhythm. Um, it's very, you know, Latin flavored. It's very, you know, it's island flavored. It's like island music meets rap meets, you know, the Latin rhythm. It's just a vibe, you know, the South Floridian vibe where you kind of can tap into everything you need to do, like in your beats and your drums and all that stuff. And so it really, like, I really try and incorporate as much of it as I can and still, like, you know, give people a little bit of Dakota Savage along the way. So, you know, it's like mm-hmm. I like to take people on a journey. It's like, hey, this is where I'm from. This is where I live. This is what I see every day. Right, right. And be, I mean, okay. So it's, it's, it's hard enough to be a rapper and to be in the music industry, but now to be in South Florida and be in the music industry, what is that like? Because I'm telling you, it is a saturated field, and most people don't realize it. It definitely is a saturated field, and that's what makes it so great to me because I'm not out here trying to, you know, eliminate the game in its entirety. The fact that it's so saturated, the fact that, you know, so many things come out of it, just especially from a business aspect of it, the networking you do, the um, the research, the development of different projects and different sounds because there are so many people around just makes it amazing. And if you come into, you know, the rap industry and the music industry with this chip on your shoulder saying, like, I got to be better than everybody else, forget everybody else. I'm just going to work it on my thing. It's like you, you don't grow as an artist that way. So the roster of artists that I perform with, the roster of artists I record with, like, are featured on, like, you know, one of my albums, is it makes the project that much more special because not only am I giving you, you came here for me, but here, let me expose you to some of, some of this other stuff we got going on down here. And then you find that out. Like, nothing makes me happier than to see all the artists that I'm involved with, you know, get the recognition that they deserve. Like, I think you're dope, so I put you on the track. I want to let everybody else know as well as that. 
so it's all about the attitude you take into it. Like, yeah, it's a saturated market, but if you have a chip on your shoulder, you're not going to have a good time. As long as you love music, that's yeah. the most important part. Yeah. You know, I used to go down to Wynwood and perform on this. You know, they had, like, every year they had something in Wynwood. And uh, back in the day when I was performing, uh, I was performing on the same t- stage as Pitbull. And, I mean, all those guys, we all kind of came up together. And I, I was a singer, so I would sing the hook. And they would be the rappers, and then they went on to fame, and and I didn't because I went a different direction. But I'm not saying it's the bad direction. I love the direction I went in. It's just, it's like I said, it's a saturated field. When you think about these people, what do you think your your destiny will be, and how are you making it for yourself? Because I mean, the music industry is so different now that you really don't need a record label. But the aspirations and the and the destination is sort of different. Yeah, it's definitely um, different, which is why, like, on the side, I also have my own, you know, I call it an omni-media design studio because I do a little bit of everything, musical engineering, I draw, I paint, I'm mm-hmm. a photographer. So the fact that I put out all of my projects under my studio just kind of reinforces the fact that I don't need a major label, reinforces the fact that I am a businessman, so I operate on a lot of different planes while I make my music. And that's really kind of, you know, how you take it and how you grow, and especially the artists that come to me and say, hey, you want to collaborate? Cool, I got a whole studio dedicated to this just for myself. So if I can help you just make the project, you know, expedite the project and make it what it could truly be, is just great. So, like, you know, the days of needing a co-signer, the days of needing a major label are slowly coming to an end. And I think a lot of people yeah. in the industry feel that shift. And so in such a weird place, a lot of moves are being made by major labels, a lot of, like, you know, pigeonholes on artists, um, one in particular, Lupe Fiasco. I feel like the climate shift is really forcing him to put out. He's already in a deal he doesn't want to be in. But the climate shift is just like having them putting a strangle and telling him to put out music when he's not ready. So if you don't have that or if you're in control of that or whatever, I think that's the most beautiful thing in the world. It is, it is. So you sent you sent me a song. Tell me about that song and what's the name of that song? Well, I just um sent over a song that I have on my album. It's called Black Gold. And Black Gold is basically a song that's like, because I'm darker skin, I made Black Gold basically to tell people, like, you know, you're dark skin, here's how I came up or whatever, and how sometimes dark skin people are a little bit, like, looked at differently in the sense of, like, okay, well, you know, he's dark skin, we're afraid of him, or he's dark skin, he must be out here game banging, or he's dark skin, or whatever. So, like, there's a line in the song where I have, Drew, you will never get that dame, you ain't light enough. And that's something that's coming up. Like, you know, I'm a 90s baby coming up to early 2000 where colorism was a real big thing. And it's just like because you're viewed, because you're dark skinned, you're viewed as less beautiful, less, you know, just a little bit lesser than, you know, our lighter skinned brothers and sisters, which is nothing wrong with being dark skinned, light skinned, or whatever. I don't see it. But it's just one of those things that coming up and it's real that nobody really talks about in music. And I decided, you know, just to speak out on it a little bit. So. That's uh, Black Gold in a nutshell. I love it. It's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I like that. I am lighter than both my parents. My mom still is confused. (laughs) I don't know how it (laughs) happened either. But 
I think I think the darker skin is beautiful, gorgeous to me. My great uncle was purple. He was so dark. <laughs> and and get yeah, this, man, he had blue just... eyes. He had oh, blue wow. eyes. And he had straight wow. straight hair. He was gorgeous. I loved it. I wanted to be his color. I wanted to be purple. Because whenever he would go in the sun, he had that purple glow. You know what I mean? You ever seen that on the black concrete where you see purple? That's what he was. He was that dark. He was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Didn't didn't have a wrinkle in his life. In his life. He was gorgeous. So I, I, you know, I understand where you're coming from because people look at him and some people say, oh, he's gorgeous. Some people just walked around him. You know what I mean? And it's like, wow. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a great yeah. I think that's a great subject to touch. I think that's great. And we're gonna go ahead and play that song right here on Dream Chasers Radio. Here we go. Oh, awesome. Show. Twelve fifty seven, I contemplate all my simple things. Kept awake by the barely overhead vehicle swings, banging up the gavel and raising up the guillotine. Will I still play my part and be the star of your latest scenes? Two weeks from day one, like the fifteenth. Now I should just click like how you shift the ten feet. People telling me who, how, or why to ride I can never see the spectrum, so I never pick the side That is why I can smoke a rapper, bring it down to high You'll smoke a black and shoulder, fill it, lungs up with some mother high Try and bite me, I'm a fucking rhinosaur, yeah Homie, I'm a monster, like a chupacabra If you feeling bold, you can run up on the drop Get pumped full of holes, ten toes in a block You can tell them boys, stop it Homie, I'm a monster, King Kong, Loch Ness Tim Street, veteran, Doom City Project Ballpoint demon in the body of a hot mess I was in school, niggas said I wouldn't make it So I wrote my dissertation on rapper elimination I don't give a fuck, that's why I'm cussing all the time In a year, I don't lost a baby in my fucking mind Yo, this be the realest shit I ever wrote And if you sing along, it be the realest shit you'll ever quote I do this rapture to the moment that I'm losing hope And if it's going down, I'll be the captain of my sinking boat Yo, I'll be around to get all done And even after that, I'll be the demon on the ballpoint on top and I'm feeling the pressure The heater runs the thrust of the pain A nigga like Escher Woo! I would love it. 
That'd oh, be I great. Would love to see you know, it, it's 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 something to say that you know when you have such talent, where do you take your life? You know what I mean? Do you get discouraged? Um, you know, I think about it sometimes, and you know, I'm all like, what if no one ever knows? You know what I got going on here. What if people never get to see it? Or what if people never, like, you know, never goes mainstream? And I realized, like, you know, well into my 50s and 60s, like, I probably can't stop making music. Like, there will never be a point in my life where I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to record anything. And it's crazy because it's a compulsion. When it's in your soul, when it's in your blood, when it's in, you know, just in you, it's a compulsion. I got to make music. I got to write something. I'm going to record something. So I don't think that, like, even if, like, you know, even though I get discouraged or I hear other rappers or whatever, and I'm like, man, I should have said that, or, man, I should be on the BET cipher, or, man, I should do this or whatever. I think about it, it's like, you're not going to quit, so why are you complaining? And <laughs> then everything's okay. <laughs> you know, that that to me is, is great, because, I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way with, you know, all the things that people have and the talent that, that you have. That sometimes, it can, you can, you know, you have so much, you, you just don't, but you're right, you're not going to quit. So stop complaining. <laughs> That's great. So let me ask you about <laughs> social media because today is about using social media for your success. What do you find that social media is easy for you to use? Do you have um, issues with it? And what's your favorite social media? I am going to say my favorite by far in social media is probably going to be it's actually a tie. It's a pretty big. It's a pretty big mat. Like a pretty big tie between Tumblr and Instagram. I love Facebook to death. Facebook is where most of my fans reach me, but I feel like my deeper connections and my deeper conversations happen on Instagram and Tumblr because people are, it's like, I look at Instagram, like people are like, oh, it's Instagram, whatever. All people do is pose up selfies or whatever, but think about it. It's like you get to be in an art gallery in somebody else's life. Like, I go to your Instagram or whatever, I'm there to see you. I'm browsing the art gallery of the experiences you chose to share with me. So that's why I love Instagram. And it's easier for me to interact with people, you know, tap them, like, you know, leave a comment on the picture and be like, yo, this is what this made me feel, or I love this. This is awesome. Thank you for sharing it with me, you know? Mm. How do you use Tumblr? I, you know, I have a Tumblr. I'm not going to lie to you. I have a Tumblr. But I don't know how to use it. How do you use Tumblr? Tumblr is the wild, wild west. And I think for people using Tumblr, I think you got to, like, nobody gets a Tumblr by accident. Like, if you're on Tumblr, you're on Tumblr to do something. You're going to find what you're looking for on Tumblr. And to use Tumblr, you got to just find human beings that are, Tumblr is, like, the ultimate I'm just going to let, you know, my personal flag fly, and you're just going to deal with it. So you find the stuff that you like. You find the people that you can really vibe with, and they're posting the content that resonates with you, and you guys follow each other. You guys have, you know, much like Facebook, Tumblr, like somebody was it's unfiltered. You know what I mean? So it's like you know how people are really feeling. Because, like, I saw this post where it's all like having a Tumblr is like having a secret double life. <laughs> and it is. It's like you could be you on Tumblr. A lot of people, like, get on Tumblr and wild out. Some people get on Tumblr and just watch people wild out. 
So, I mean, you can just find you, like, a couple of human beings or a few hundred thousand human beings that you like, follow each other, and kick it. It's like a real community. And if you don't particularly vibe with a certain type of community, you don't have to. That's what's great about Tumblr is, like, we're going to let everything fly here. So you decide what you like. There's no mas- You don't have to masquerade as something if you don't want to. Ultimately, in your life, you've chosen this path. You have the music in your forefront. Where can people reach you, and what's next for you? Well, what's next for me is I'm actually going to be putting out another album. And before I tell you guys the name of my album, I got to, like, oh, we're going we're gonna to take a step back real quick. Like, and music in the forefront for me is basically, like, I'm going to keep going out. I'm going to push the boundaries of what it means to be, you know, an African-American male who also, you know, served in the military, who also, you know, is back home fighting the duality of being an African-American male and in a country that kind of just doesn't value you as much as you should but you value it way more than it values you. And not even not even in the sense of, like, oh, I love the Army. Uncle Sam is, like, you know, the greatest thing in the world. Like, just understanding that the machine is going to be the machine and mm-hmm. using it to be a better foothold in your life. Because, like, I went to the Army um, when I was 17. I was adopted. School wasn't really my thing. You know, my grandmother raised me, and I just figured, like, you know, I needed more from myself. So I went to the Army, got the biggest challenge in the world, gave me a world of opportunities. And now that I have the time to put my music out, I really want to let the world know, like, hey, this is what it's like to be a black man in the Army. Here's what it's like to be a black man in the Army and coming back to your hometown. Here's what it's like to be, you know, friends with everybody. Like, I got friends that are on the right side of the law, and I have friends that are graduating, you know, top of their class from Yale and Harvard. So, I mean, it's great. And it's just like out here living, not really having a label like that. So it's really great. Um, but, yeah, I made my first album. It's titled Sin News. And everybody's like, oh, why would you name your album Sin News? And I feel like, and this is where it gets a little weird, I thought. But I feel like <laughs> it's kind of just like exposing yourself. You know what I mean? Like, show me all of you. Like, you shouldn't use, like, I want to see all of you good, bad. I, I, I asked for that. So when people are all bashful, they're like, oh, I don't send me that. I this. Like, I asked for that. I asked for all of you. So whatever you give me, I'm going to take. And I expect mm-hmm. the same in return. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, everybody's all like, okay, I dig that message. And my next album is called Boobs, Blunts, and Heroes. And everybody's all like, why are you so raunchy? And I'm all like, I don't know. That's just who I am. And I mean, like, I feel like that title has sentimental value because, like, when you think about heroes, like, when you see a hero, like, you know, what what comes to mind when I say hero? You know, someone who's going to save the day, someone who's just here being, you know, awesome, just saving everybody, fixing problems, that and third. But when you think about the first two parts, boobs and blunts, it reminds you that, like, they're still human beings. You know what I mean? They have faults. They have flaws. They have vices. They have, you know, things that they want, things that they desire. So not only, like, you know, you're gonna, it's okay to have a hero, but it's not okay to penalize them for being human, for being a person. Right. Wow, wow. So 
I mean, I mean, we could be here for a long time and just keep talking, and it's just amazing what you know. If I pick your brain, I just keep going. But we we do we do have a time limit to that. Sometimes I hate it. Um, where can people reach you on social media to continue the conversation? Oh yeah, you guys can reach me on Facebook, and that's going to be facebook.com forward slash Amity A M I T I Dakota Savage K O T A S A V A G E. Instagram at Dakota Savage Official and Tumblr at Dakota Savage. So pretty much anywhere, you can just do a Google search. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, Pandora, iHeartRadio. I'm everywhere. So if you just want to Google Dakota Savage, like, you're going to find me. My SEO guy is on point with that. I love it. I love it. I thank you so much. I'm looking forward to working with you. Hey, don't don't count me I'll out now. Don't think I'm playing you. around because I'm actually serious. <laughs> oh no, I'm serious too. Whenever you're ready. I'm ready. What are we doing? Okay. <laughs> you can right, reach me on Instagram at D I I Diamond. D I I Diamond. Yep, T H E Y I Diamond on Instagram. Okay, awesome. I'm right there. You see all the food I eat. <laughs> <laughs> cool beans, cool beans. All right, then. Thank you, Dakota, for being on the show, man. Until next time, I can't wait to work with you. I think you're awesome. Thank you. Can't wait to work with you either. I'll talk to you later, okay? All right. Bye. Amazing, amazing artist. Um, I do have, I hope I have one more. I did tell them to call in in about four minutes. So we're going to take a minute to take a short break and get some music in. And hopefully, hopefully we can get this next interview done. If not, then we're going to go ahead and call it a night. I am excited, though, because this, I mean, these songs, this music, this this industry has been taken over by the artist. That's right, by the artist. So, to me, that is beautiful.
Plus her head game proper Even if she's a freak, that's a bad little mama She grown, she don't sneak, she don't have that drama That's the type I like to dance for me Have these dollars I'm popping the phone, handle collar Everything hotter When she in the room, too busy doing You ain't getting out of Into the room, exit the room Everything follow Like Instagram, a day, girl You could've been a model Just wobbly, wobbly